Welcome back to part two of our two-part series on humor and resiliency. You are in for a treat today with Tim Gard. We are going to talk about addiction, resiliency, and of course, humor, and how we can begin to incorporate humor in various parts of our lives to help in overcoming adversity. We hope you enjoy. And I just know from my experience when I will have to call somebody for a customer service call Mm -hmm. and I get that person that is kind and friendly and funny. And cause I'm, I can be very sarcastic when I get on the phone with somebody and I'll joke with people. And when I joke and it's like, silence yes awkward (laughs) silence you're like oh not the person um it's just a I just I know how different I feel when I have somebody on the other end that laughs and it's like they take down their guard and then they're like okay this is actually going to be a great oh she's a human like a real human yeah exactly it just I don't know it's just the energy that you get from that yeah and I so agree with you about the people working from home because I think a lot of what why we started this podcast is to create a community for people that don't have a community Mm -hmm. um, when they're going through hard things. I think there's a lot of people that have isolated themselves Mm -hmm. through working from home that just are, it's not a healthy space. It's if they're totally isolating themselves and they're missing out on life, on living. And I, what I'm seeing is a lot of people that don't know how to interact with humans anymore. Yes, it's absolutely. Like and they go out and then it's like this overwhelming experience. And I think that's why we see people that have such short fuses because yes. they just don't even know how to handle it because yeah. they just have not been doing it. You know, I think that's a really good point. I think of all the kids that didn't have a prom. Yes. Yes. You know, I mean, when I was in high school, I was senior class president and king of the mm-hmm. prom. And, you know, I, yeah. I see the things and I think maybe that is part of it, Pam. I hadn't thought about it that people probably it's it's we don't you know it's like something's missing i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. but these developmental stages of things that happen along the way that bring us to where we are has been changed Mm -hmm. and and i think too like you say people are more isolated there was a time when people had to go to work to make a living and you know now um i think they're finding other alternatives Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, but um, yeah. I, I do believe you're right, is that I think we're going to have some really socially inept people if things don't change. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it right now. I have a senior in high school and they're allowing the kids to decide whether or not they want to go to class or do it online. And well, if you're an 18 year old child, what are you going to decide? Well, heck. I'm going to do it from home because I can roll out of bed, throw a baseball cap on mm-hmm. and I can do whatever I want. And so it's so it, it's so crazy to me to think of that when right. I just remember the day. It's like you got up, you went to school. Yes. And you especially did senior after. year because you needed to graduate. Absolutely. You had attendance mattered. And, senior and in year, my yes. mind, I'm like, are you going to graduate? <laughs> or are you going to live with me forever? Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's where I'm at. Well, the oh great the, the great American dream was the house, the fence, the yes. you know the the puppy. It's all of these things, but I don't know what it is right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think that line is blurred. I don't. I don't think many of us know. I think we're all discovering that together. What that's going to look like. We uh, had a person that uh, applied for a job with me, and I was talking to her, and she found out it was five days a week, and she said she only needs three days a week to pay her bills. <laughs> So that's all she needs to get by. Wow. And I, I just thought I'd never heard that before. Wow. No. You know, that's a, a different line of thinking. Yeah. But again, what 
the fact that your show is here, that people want to hear it, that we we want this hope. And I think what happens is we we've got to be able to support people doing like yeah. what you're doing. You have to get alternatives out there where um, people want to go somewhere, or do something. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's going to take hopefully it's just going to take a little bit of time. But I do think it'll balance out. I think eventually it's got to balance out. But if you ever find out where all the people went that used to work. I, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I have several <laughs> clients that are, are looking for those people as well. So. Where did they go? <laughs> Literally all over the world. Absolutely. Friends yes. in the UK, friends in Australia. Really? So it's not, not just, just us. It's okay. not just us. Okay, we're not alone. No. Well, we are alone, but we're not alone. I don't know. We're not way. with those people. That's, <laughs> what, <laughs> those people. Uh, that's what I meant. Well, oh Tim, you touch on a couple of things and I, I want to go back. Like um, when you talk about the airport and and you, I, I'm glad that you like to find humor in the airport because <laughs> um, just the short fuse for people. And uh, so I have the opportunity to travel, the, the privilege of traveling quite a bit as well. And um, I have to say, whenever the announcement comes on, that's, you know, if you see any suspicious activity, report it to the, I'm always, I always think like I laugh out loud, like an audible laugh, even when I'm traveling <laughs> by myself and I'm like it's all suspicious look at these people they're all stressed out everything this is, is not normal this no is, this is, that's very good this is not normal no. um, board, boarding the flight in Portland here I had I was standing in line you know how they have the five boarding areas you know and they they announced we're going to do boarding oh. area oh, one yes. and this guy in yes. front of me goes why did they make it so complicated you know and I, I looked at him I said what's well yeah they got boarding area one and then two, two. and then before you know it, three, you know, and, and it just, that's terrible. And, and he goes, he goes, and I said, what did it used to, what was it before? And I thought, I looked at him, I go, well, you know, we used to have quadratic equation boarding where you had to show your work before you were allowed to board. And, and you know, and then, and, and then you had, uh, then, then you had Fibonacci sequence boarding, which was zero and one and then three and, and and he just looks at me and we walk on the plane. This guy behind me goes, that's the funniest thing I heard in years. Well, four, <laughs> four, four different zones is complicated. Why is it so complicated? <laughs> exactly. Perspective, people. Perspective. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. The world of travel. If you haven't had an opportunity to travel lately, book yourself a flight. You are in for a treat. You are. <laughs> They need to stop and pay attention. On the plane coming back, there was a woman sitting in front of us, and people always ask me what I do. And I told the guy, and he goes, "You think there's humor everywhere? I do." Yeah. The woman in front of me had this older lady had like a Easter big hat on. I don't know why it's, but she hits the call button for the flight attendant before we take off, and she goes, "I'd like a cup of tea," <laughs> and like it's an intercom. And so the flight attendants behind her brings her a cup of tea. So she now thinks it's an intercom. Oh, and this guy and I are laughing and he goes, I would never would have noticed that before. Oh my oh, gosh. Awesome. Oh, wow. You got to <laughs> yeah. pay attention. That's all you got to do. Yeah. There's humor. There is humor in everything. There and, is. And there... Natalie and I travel a lot together. And yes. I do recall a time in UK when we were waiting in the custom, very long custom lines oh, where gosh. everybody's always cranky, stressed out and cranky. <laughs> yes. And so 
what do we do? We pull out our heads up game and we're playing games in the in the line. Heads up in the queue laughing. for three hours. Yes. And people <laughs> and nobody cracked a smile. No. It was the most I, serious group of I people. I think it made we're them like, more upset that we were laughing. <laughs> and I mean, and it turned into like belly laughs because we're playing heads up oh, on yeah. our telephone. And we were crying. I was crying. I was laughing <laughs> we're so hard. Crying. Yes. So yeah. So um they, they That's just so good. sped yes. us right through customs. Oh, They're yeah. like, get these people through and get them. Yes. <laughs> Push these ladies along. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Well, and and I love that you're able to find humor everywhere. Um, let's bring it in. Like for our listeners that may not travel or maybe they're not working and they are working from home and they don't get that experience. Yeah. Just personally, like when you're doing that introspective work, how do you um, cope with, you know, stresses that come your way or challenges that come your way? And how do you incorporate that with a little bit of the humor? You know, I, I always believe in the philosophy that we need to act and not react. When something happens, I'll either take it, either do it physically or, or mentally. I just take a step back and just give it a few seconds. There's, I'm reading the new book about how there's, you have 90 seconds to form this opinion about whether you're going to be angry, upset, this 90 second critical period. Mm -hmm. And I think when people get caught up and just start reacting and getting angry, then they're committed and they're not going to go, oh, I'm, you know. And I mean, it's not like the other persons go like at the airport, go, boy, we are the worst airline. You know, I can't you know, I, we I better tell our shareholders, you know, it, it, it does. <laughs> so I think the, the first thing is to act and not react. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing would be is can you say or do something that's going to impact on this? You know, well, it's like when my baggage is lost, what can I do that's going to impact on that? And I know. Your listeners can't see it, but I have my suitcase has my picture on the side of it. That's it's awesome. got my face on the side of my suitcase. <laughs> yeah. And it's the best bag tag ever, you know. Um, but when they've lost my bag, I have pictures with my arms around my suitcase and they'll go, what's your bag look like? And I go, here we are in Argentina and here we are in Denver. <laughs> and, and, and so I try to approach these things like that. Yeah. And usually people are very helpful if you break that mold. You know, yeah, and any absolutely. any time you get angry, you really do need to step back. You shouldn't talk to anybody when you're angry or upset. You're yeah. not going to get any and it's not going to work. And then I guess the second thing is you have to find a way to let it go that that people carry this stuff around with them. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like they're pulling a wagon and they load all the stressors in the wagon and they drag it around with them. And sometimes then you're angry and you don't even know why. Yeah. But you've got to let the things go and move on. And you have to consciously do that. And with I you do it with humor. I mean, I don't, anybody, you, the other things you can do. But I've seen people get, talk to me like that. I'll talk to you like that. I'll talk to me like that. You know, it's like, <laughs> who's talking to who? I mean, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'd say act and not react. Take a step yes. back. Second thing is let it go. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then third thing is how can you insulate yourself in the future? You know, if, if you don't get if if, you know, this couple that were at, trying to cut in line at PDX, they had several children. They cut to the front of the line and they said, we don't have enough time to check through. And I said and then the guy goes, yeah, it happened again last year. And I thought your learning curve, you know, maybe you should book seats oh. that are assigned and maybe show up a little earlier. Now, I let them through because I, I mean, I do understand how that could be a problem. And I have I try to accommodate people on the plane. But but um it's it, a lot of it is in our attitudes and whether we demand things or whatever, 
the the biggest thing is try to avoid getting angry. That yeah. would be my best advice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember it. Remind this reminds me of um, uh, a church that I attended in Texas. I'm sure you're wondering how what what just was just said. Um, the pastor would always wrap up the service and say, "Okay, now no one go and lose your religion in the parking lot, right?" <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> what are those things that you can do to like control yourself? But it's true. Like you sit through an entire church service and then it's like. You lose your religion in the parking lot because yes. you've lost it, right? It's like a who's yelling at whom about what, right? It's just yeah. circling that. They're out there. Who, where'd you get your driver's license at <laughs> Sears? And you think they're going, oh, I've offended a fellow traveler. I better hone my driving skills so I no longer offend. Yes, oh exactly. Does well, and I and I think you touched on it. You know, people putting all of this stuff in this wagon and carrying it around yes. sometimes we react, and we don't even know why we reacted to something that was really kind of minor yeah a lot of the times yeah. and a lot of the times when you do see people get mad about something you're like that's what you're getting that's what mad you're upset about, about? I know. like really? exactly um, yeah absolutely it's, it's because it's just the last thing that they loaded onto that wagon yeah and it just kind of the wheels broke i love it i spoke um, for professional yeah. secretary's day and this lady says i said what caused you stress and she goes the phone rang <laughs> and it's like that's your job. Gonna happen again tomorrow. You know, I, I don't know how to job. tell you. But uh, oh wow. Oh well, I love I those it. pointers. That's great. Um, I, and just to go back over them for the listeners, act, don't react. I mean, that's a big piece. And I know that right mm-hmm. now we are seeing a lot of people that are yeah. just reactionary and in, in everything, right? They're reacting mm-hmm. to everything and not taking that pause um to just act or even ha- prepare themselves in planning. Um like, can you do or say something that's going to impact it? I, and that brings me back to Covey's uh, circle of control, concern, and influence. influence yep. I circle back to that all the time, ex- mm-hmm. especially when people are just reacting all around me. I'm like, okay, so what can we control? Like, what can we actually do yeah. right now? Or who can we reach out to that would potentially have influence? If it's just in the circle of concern, I don't spend a lot of time there because I know that there's nothing that I can do. Um, that's a big piece for folks. And I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, when, again, it comes back to the isolation, when you're isolating, it's like, well, you know, I'm just going to, here's what I'm worried about. And I'm, yeah. and then they, you know, tend to lean on things that will continue to feed them information about what they're worried about, i.e. social media. Yeah. Um, the, the worst news. place to go yeah. to continue to feed that fear that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finding a way to let things go. Tim, I love that. So thank you for that. And then preparing yourself for the future. What are you going to do to make sure that you're better prepared so that you don't um, have the same experience when you encounter it again? Insulate. Yeah. Insulating. I like yeah. That. I don't think a lot of us insulate. I don't know if I insulate. I'm getting better. Progress, not perfection. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> We're trying. We're, we're working. I really yeah, we're trying. Working progress. Yes, I am. I am that traveler. So just so you know, if you do see me in the airport, I haven't traveled to Portland lately, but I play a little game with myself where I'm the only loser in the game. Um, how close can I get to the boarding time without having to spend any extra time in the airport? Um, so that yes. the, the family running through the line on occasion, that might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll need to send you with this care. As I have a front of the line card. Oh, I love this. To the front line, it says not valid without hologram. And on the back, it says, no, this isn't a joke. So, you know, it's like in Portland here, I cut in between the first and second person. And the lady behind me goes, what are you doing? That's front line card. Very valuable. She goes, is this a joke? No, no, it's not a joke. Showed her. And then I said, no, you get it. You can cut to the front line. And the guy behind her goes, what's going on? And she goes, front line card. 
Oh, I you know, I, I wake up every morning and I say, I'm going to have fun and nobody's going to stop me. And that's I what I that. want for you, for the listeners. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I want to start my day yeah. um, every I, day. I think what, who was it, Natalie, that their mantra every morning was, um, how can I make a difference in somebody's life today? Yeah, yeah. Mm. We'll come back and think about that. Yeah, uh, but I I'm, like I'm that. I can't remember, but I, it was it's it's kind of that same premise. It's like when yeah. you get up, when you decide to leave your house, yes. you know, how can I make a difference? How can yeah. I make somebody smile today? Or how can exactly. I make somebody um, feel better? Because we've all been in those jobs where they're thankless jobs and you're dealing with customers that are berating you and yelling yeah. at you and, and not happy. And that is hard mm -hmm. to keep that positive mindset. It's hard to keep that that sense of humor. Um, so what can we do to, to you know, make somebody else's life yeah. a little better? And you and I are all about the having fun when we're out in public. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's I, I just feel like that's so my personality anyway. Oh, totally. Like I don't get up with the, the intentionality of saying it, Tim, but I love that because I'm going to have a good time. I am totally. a good time. We were, we, were, we were in Mexico last year and yes. Natalie and I with nine teenagers. Yes. Um, Find the humor something. in that. <laughs> not, not something I want to do in the near future. But um, anywhere we went, the girls would get out their little boom box and we had music uh, yeah. as we walked yeah. everywhere. And I was like, this is us. Yeah. We bring the party wherever we go. Exactly. And there's a lot of laughing. <laughs> yes. And it was awesome. I like that concept, too. Yeah. You know, the music. It's yeah. Yeah. It's it's being yourselves and having fun. We don't have to be afraid that somebody else hears, you know, the music or I just yeah. think sometimes we're so we're so worried somebody's going to notice us. Yes. yes. And judge us and judge us. That's yeah. true. That's and, yeah. I, and I think one of the ways that our listeners and we can be more cognizant of how we show up outside of mm -hmm. our house when we leave our house is what we're filling ourselves with when we're at home, meaning what are we watching? Mm -hmm. Who are the, um, what are the books we're reading? What mm -hmm. are the things we're listening to? Are we listening to the news that's negative? Are we listening to the the negative social media? Yeah. Um, because if that's all we're feeding ourselves, when we leave our homes, that's the person that we're going to show up as. Yes, absolutely. And I think we have to just be really careful. We've talked about, you know, friend cleanse and, you know, getting, yeah. removing some of those people from our world that, don't fill our our buckets yeah. and and don't don't make us the best version of ourselves. Well, and I think things like I won't watch the news before I go to bed. Yes, no. it doesn't it doesn't make for good dreams. No, no. no. Mm -mm. So you you we can control the amount of input and what the input is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that even hearing the negative stuff all the time, as it like I said, as an eligibility caseworker, I couldn't control that. Oh, Every yeah. person I saw was having a terrible situation yeah. and there were th times I could help and times I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And that's the same in any job that's out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think in those moments where you're able to pour into those individuals and I, and I'm just assuming that this is what that process looked like for you, at, at least to the ability that you could do that, the extent that you could do that is, you know, pointing people back to that, those areas that you can be grateful for, or at least just holding their hand and guiding them through the process, right? Mm -hmm. Like here, setting realistic expectations um, and showing up, you know, just from a place of gratitude and respect and appreciation for them just helps them through, right? I mean, a challenging situation is a challenging situation, mm -hmm. no matter how you look at it. But when you're engaging with people that are truly compassionate and have empathy 
and can potentially put a smile on your face as you're navigating through, um, it gives them hope. And and I think that's an important piece. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Tim, uh, what would you like to leave our listeners with if you're giving us a last little nugget that you think, you know what, everyone needs to know this to make 2023 a win? What would that be? I'd say laughter becomes you. Oh, I like that. I like that. Mm. I think people are way more beautiful when they have a laugh, when they have a smile and a laugh on their face. Yeah. when they have that scowl on yes, their face. Agree. So I love that. Seek more laughter. Yeah. Seek people who laugh. Avoid toxic, negative vampire people. Yeah. Psychic vampires. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. The vamp uh, uh vamp draining. Uh-huh. What was it? And the- energy vampires. Energy vampires. We don't accept yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get, get, get rid of those people. Okay. We don't so want them. where where can people find you? Where um I know you mentioned a book. Um I know you have a TED talk. Um I've watched that. I know mm-hmm. Natalie's watched that. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes mm-hmm. um for this podcast so people can find it. Where can where can people find you if they want more information? Tim Gard, T-I-M-G-A-R-D.com. Awesome. Um that uh, I, I also I teach a class on safety. I found that uh, humor and safety actually go together, and that's just stickysafety.com. Oh, I love it. Stickysafety.com. Yeah, okay. just in Tim at timguard.com gets you right directly to me in the email. So Perfect. awesome. I used to have an 800 number, it was 1 800 VOLEES, but we don't use them anymore. It's the only <laughs> acronym I could make out of the, out of the numbers. So we don't need them anymore. So, okay, I feel like there's a story back there. <laughs> Awesome. Well, listen, he's adapted to the times. Things are changing. He dropped the number. I like yes, it. He did. He did. We'll find I you online. It. I love it. Well, I want to thank you so much. I know how busy you are. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today and sharing your knowledge uh, with our viewers. Um, yeah. I'm a big proponent of, of laughter. So this was, I felt a perfect, um, perfect topic today. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, I know that we just met. I, it's no surprise to you. Laughter is something that's important to me. Fun is important to me. Uh, in my life, it shows up every in probably every area of my life. So I am so grateful to um, have had the opportunity to visit with you and learn how to make that connection between humor and resili- resiliency because yeah. uh, I didn't make that connection prior to today. And mm-hmm. now um, I'm able to actually take these ahas and tools and stick them in my tool belt and hopefully have an impact on other people's lives. Thank you for inviting me. And Pam, I'll make sure that your goodie box gets in there. In fact, I'll put in one of the front of the line cards. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm going to use it when we travel together. Listen, if anyone sees me in line, just know I'm pulling out my front of the line card. (laughs) (laughs) And if you you need one. Really nice to see you. I love it. It's nice to see you too. And hopefully our paths will cross in the future soon. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Tim. Tim. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others who are seeking to reignite their resilience. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we'll continue to explore the remarkable power of resilience. Until next time, keep the fire of resilience burning bright in your hearts. Bye, guys.